to Affirming Truths. I'm your friend and host, Carla Arges. This show is a safe place to share our struggles, grow in faith, and root our identity in Christ. My hope is that you will leave each episode feeling encouraged in your journey. Subscribe so you don't miss an episode, and it would mean the world to me if you would leave a review. I am so glad you're here. Let's get started. Hey friends, welcome to today's show. Today we're talking about when I'm feeling anxious. And I know many of you are going to relate to this. Now, anxiety on a whole is not one of my biggest issues. But there are two distinct periods of time that I can recall when anxiety was really overwhelming. And one of those times I'm living out right now. Um, I had serious prenatal anxiety. I don't know if any of you had heard of this. This was new to me. I had only ever heard of postpartum depression. I didn't realize that you could be affected during pregnancy. And there was also an, an anxiety component. I was so paralyzed by anxiety. I had to stop working. I had to go on disability. I was an anxious mess. And the second time that my anxiety has creeped up is again relating to motherhood. My son is about to enter high school next year. And I have been so triggered in my anxiety based on my own past that it's been really difficult to work through. And I've been talking about it with my therapist. If you listen to my very first episode in season one, you know that I had a rough adolescence. I was homeless. I battled addiction. I got expelled from school. Um, I was hanging out with the wrong crowd, teenage pregnancy. Like it was hard. It was hard and it was lonely and it was dangerous. And I got so far off track. And now I have a son entering the same time period in life as that was for me. And I've noticed that my anxiety has been at an all-time high. Triggered that he may experience some of the hardest years of his life, be thrown off track, get involved in things that aren't good for him. I am anxious. Now, There could be many things that cause you anxiety. Maybe you get anxious over money, over family, over relationships. Maybe you have an anxiety disorder where you need a little extra support from a doctor to help you work through it. But the reality is no matter where the anxiety comes from, it ultimately is the same thing. It's rooted in fear, fear of the unknown fear of the future, right? Can we all agree to that? Our anxiety, our worries are really just fear, fear of the unknown, fear that we don't know what's going to happen. How is something going to turn out? Fear that we may not be able to pay the bill. We don't know where the money's coming from. Fear that people will think poorly of me or think that I'm stupid. You know, fear, 
our anxieties are rooted in fear. And what that fear does, whether we are conscious of this or not, it causes us to doubt God's goodness and faithfulness, right? Because if we were fully immersed in trusting God's goodness and faithfulness in those moments, we wouldn't fear, would we? We would rest in knowing that God is in control. But for some reason, we doubt that and it causes us to fear. You know, in 1 Peter 5, 7, it says, cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. God knew we would worry. And so he encourages us to cast it on him, to give it over to him, knowing that he cares for us, that he is going to work all things out for our good, like we read in Romans. Yeah, we may have trials and tribulations, but he has overcome the world. Where is our focus when we're anxious? For me personally, my focus tends to be on my control or lack thereof, right? The lack of control I have. I focus on my insufficiency versus focusing on God's sufficiency, right? Man, if only we could change our focus, You know, it says in Philippians 4, 6 to 7, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. What a beautiful exchange. We cast our anxieties on him. And he replaces it with peace, with peace. So how do we practically do that? I'll tell you what I'm working through right now, because I am living and breathing anxiety right now when it comes to the unknown future of my son entering high school. I am so triggered by my past and my trauma as he's coming to an age where I was really traumatized. So how am I working through this? Well, yes, I'm talking to a therapist and I would highly recommend therapy as an outlet, but I know that it's not accessible to everyone. So we need to become so proficient in casting our cares on God and exchanging it for his peace. We have to be so mindful of our thoughts That when that fear comes in, that we talk back to it. We may not be able to eliminate the worry or the fear from presenting itself, but we certainly have the ability to take control on how long we allow it to stick around, right? I may not control the onset of a worry moment when it comes to my son. But then I have to take that thought and say, okay, I'm worried about the future. Who holds the future? God. God, I surrender and submit my son to you. I know that he is yours before he is mine. I know that as much as I love him, you love him more. 
So Lord, I believe you have a hope and a future for my son. And I am clinging to the truth of who you are. Fear, you must flee in the name of Jesus. Worry, you must flee in the name of Jesus. And I repeat this over and over and over again. Because let's be real, the first time I say it, it's not like a magic spell where all of a sudden I don't feel worry anymore. This takes practice. This takes discipline. Maybe it takes putting post-it notes all over your house, reminding you to cast your cares on Christ. Maybe it takes doing a specific devotion on anxiety and learning how to take your anxieties and your worries and fears and put them to the foot of the cross. Maybe it's learning how to regulate your nervous system. Because if you're like me, when I get anxious, it's not just a thought. I get very physical reactions to my anxiety. I can get upset stomach. I can get nervous, um, like jittery. I, I can get irritable. And so I need to regulate my nervous system. And I do that through deep breathing. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of box breathing where you take a deep breath in, hold it, release, hold it. I take myself through box breathing. If you follow me on Instagram, you know that I use ice therapy to help regulate my my emotions when I'm feeling really triggered and really dysregulated. I put ice on my face and that helps shock me back into the here and now because we get lost in the future, don't we? We get lost thinking about the future. We get lost thinking about all the million scenarios that might happen. And in doing that, we rob ourselves of our present joy. We rob ourselves of the memories we could be making in the moment. So sometimes I need to literally take ice and shock my system back into the present. You can try meditation, meditating on the word of God. Another thing that helps me is I go for a walk. I get my heart rate up and I blast worship music. And I repeat, Lord, I surrender and I submit my son to you. Lord, he is yours. You have promised him a hope and a future. And I'm holding to you to that, God. I'm holding you to that. So I will not fear. Give me wisdom and discernment, yes, in navigating these teenage years. Give me Holy Spirit parenting skills that I need. But Lord, I trust you. I trust you. And so friend, what are you anxious about? If you're anxious about the finances, trust God. He says, look at how God feeds the sparrows. Look at how he clothes the field. He knows you are in need of these things. Get help budgeting. If you don't know how to manage finances and be a good steward of it, but trust God, don't deny God the tithe, tithe and trust and belief and God will provide. I've seen it when Terry was unemployed for a while, 
and we went through our emergency fund. God provided. He showed up. He will show up for you. Maybe you have anxiety over your marriage and you don't know what the future holds because you're going through tough times. Submit and surrender that relationship to Christ and ask God in wisdom and discernment on how you should lead yourself as a wife in the marriage and trust God with the rest. I don't know what the outcome the immediate outcome will be for Caleb in high school. But I do know the long term. And the long term is he is Christ. And Christ is his. We have to stop putting our peace attached to knowing the outcome. And instead, Attach our peace to knowing who holds us, right? I mean, that's where the anxiety comes in. We attach our peace to wanting to know exactly how something is going to work out. And the truth is you can never know exactly how something is going to work out. So you're never going to be at peace. You're never going to be at peace. We need to attach our peace to Christ, exchange our fears and our worries and our anxieties for his peace. He's promised to give it to us, friends. He's promised to give it to us. But we have to lay down that need for control. We have to accept that we have very little influence in our future because we don't control outside circumstances. The only thing we can do is control ourselves and how we react and, and how we plan and the habits and the routines we develop for ourselves. But do you know who turns all things to good no matter what? God. God. Our affirming truth today is I will trust the unknown future to my known and faithful God. And we read in Proverbs 3, 5, trust the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. Right? Isn't that where fear creeps in when we can't understand how something's going to work out? When we can't understand how something will play out, we get fearful and then we get anxious, and then we doubt God's goodness, and we get into this cycle that robs us of our peace, distracts us from our purpose. No, we are not to lean on our own understanding, but to trust the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. And guys, I know this sounds a lot easier in word than it is to do in action. Can I tell you this from my personal experience? The more I discipline myself to take my thoughts captive, the more I discipline myself to exchange my cares for God's peace, the easier it becomes, right? It's like anything. The more you lift weight, the heavier you can lift. 
the more you train your body, the easier it is. The more you practice shooting hoops, the better you get. The more you engage in stopping that negative self-talk, the more you engage in replacing truth with lies, the more you engage in surrendering to God, the easier it comes. Not that the trials get easier, not that the anxieties go away, but you become more proficient and competent in how to surrender to God. So friend, I want to encourage you, make this a daily practice of surrendering and submitting the source of your fear and the source of anxiety to God and rest in the peace that comes with knowing he holds the future. I'll see you next week, friends. Hey friends, before you go, I want you to know about a resource I have for you. If you struggle with replacing lies with truth, if you struggle with a negative mindset and really rooting your identity in Christ, I want you to go check out my Who You Say I Am biblically-based affirmation cards. They're a great way to learn what God has to say about you, to combat lies and replace it with the truth of the word. You can find them at my website or in the link below. Thanks for joining me today. I hope we're already friends on social media, but if we're not, come find me on Instagram at Carla Arges or at Affirming Truth. Can't wait to see you back here next week. Bye, friends.